Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Monday again. No, I'm just kidding. It's Friday. Short week, though. Total brutal. It feels like a fucking Monday. I know. That's what I mean. It ain't a it's a short day. week, but a savage week. We started Genocyber, and it was way fucking longer than I remember it. And the first episode is basically a movie. So we're going to do the first episode of that this week. We got whatever the hell I watched this week. Question of the week. But before any of that, as usual, the news. The usual shit. All right. First up, we got uh, this news about Lupin Third, Part 1, baby. Getting a remaster. Freaking old school. And a Blu-ray release. Oh, that'll look hot on Blu-ray if they do it right. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody's favorite is really part two, but hey, part one's the original. God damn uh, it. We were watching some part one a while ago, and it was super wacky. It's super wacky. Um, but yeah, it's getting a release. You know, pick it up if you want to send the right signal to do some more. I, I'll pick it up. You know, it's not uh, my... I kind of want all of them just for the sake of having all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick it up. Because, I mean, it's Lupin Third, God damn it. And it's I want to support it. Um, it's going to have a new dub. You know, I don't... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't really care. Lupin's had some pretty decent dubs in the past, so... Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's, the... It's not the worst thing ever, but... I we'll, think the Castle Cagliostro one is really good, if I recall. Yeah, Castle Cagliostro has a couple dubs. I don't know that I've actually listened to them, but... It got, like, the Miyazaki treatment, like, real people did it. The one with I mean? uh, Solid Snake is... Uh, that was, that was, that was as one, Lupin yeah. is my favorite still, but... Actually, there's two dubs for that one. There is, is there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I just said. Sorry. I'm not even listening to me. I was me. busy yapping. Jesus Christ. Too busy thinking about something. All right. So, that's coming out. Check it out. You know how much we, um, you know, jerk off Lupin the Third. <laughs> yeah, 20 Maybe not literally. Maybe get that image out of your head. Um... So, yeah, go buy it. Show them some love. Love to see some more old shit remastered regardless, and especially good old shit. It looks so good good when they're done. All right, so moving on for wacky old things that are getting re-released. The classic ancient Godzilla animated series. Oh, my God. Is getting uh, a bit of a re-release, and it's going to be available for free. Um, on the YouTube channel. Oh, that's kind of cool. So Toho's going to put at least the second season up, which apparently was never released over here, uh, on the YouTube channel. It is, if you've ever seen any clips from it, it is really goddamn strange. Yeah, it's bizarro. Uh, there's like a kid Godzilla, but he doesn't look anything <laughs> like the other kid Godzillas. Yeah. Godzilla's design looks not very Godzilla-y. It's, you got to check it out. It is Yeah, I mean, wacky. if it's for free, I would definitely... Pop on a couple episodes oh, yeah. just for just for the lulls. Oh yeah, so that is going to be available. Like I said, on probably I would assume on Toho's main um, website. I'm sure if you Google um, Google God, if you search on YouTube, you'll be able to find it. Um, I would definitely check it out just for the lulls. If nothing else, picture I'm looking at right now is ridiculous with Godzilla. Like I don't know, he's holding up a ship like he's admiring it. <laughs> it's just ah, good stuff. Very strange, but yeah, something to watch. All right, moving on. More more stuff, and this actually goes towards a topic we're going to talk about later in 
the uh, question of the week. Um, Star Wars Visions, getting a uh, volume two second season, whatever you want to call it, um, coming out next spring. I'm stoked. So, that I was think- like probably the best Star Wars thing that's come out in years. <laughs> it's probably the only good Star Wars thing to come out in years. Some um, of those shorts, man, they should do series of. Like, I'm sure we talked about that when. Well, it just showed it. It showed the power of treating Star Wars like Gundam. Yep. And they could, should have just done that. You could do completely unrelated things in the spirit of. Yeah, with know, the, the same franchise. style, the same aesthetic, but different stories, you know, not necessarily the same universe. And with Star Wars, you just hand wave it all. Yeah, basically. Like, you just have it take place somewhere else in the galaxy. Like, it's, it's not a problem. It's a whole galaxy. Or a different galaxy. Like, it's fine. But that was never really that well defined in main Star Wars anyway. Nope, not at all. Maybe you saw the books or something, but, you know. So, we'll we'll see. Um, I, I, I don't... Yeah. There's creators from a lot of places, and they aren't all Japan. So I don't know that this one will be as good as the last one. Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> not they, that once they get their fi- like filthy mitts all over it. Not that other creators are bad. Um, it's got you know South Korea, which has been putting out some pretty tight stuff lately. Yeah. Um, India, which I don't, if if Star Wars goes Bollywood, I don't know how I'm gonna handle that. It'd be kind of that's actually sounds really interesting. Just keep it away from the, the filthy America. But then you got like the UK, Ireland, France. Like eh, I'm a little worried. Um, and Cal- specifically California, that, yeah. that worries me. So, um, we'll see. Most of the rest of the world hates our awful garbage, so they'll probably be okay, except for the one from California. That'll suck. Yeah. So this one isn't going to be strictly anime this time, but you know, hey, we'll we'll see what comes out. Um, it'll be interesting at least. I always love a good anthology. Yeah, hey, exactly. Some of it's garbage, then hey, you call it out for the garbage that it is. Yeah, we always go on and on about how fun shorts are. So if they stay go. as hands off as they did with the first one, it might be all right. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Next up, we got some uh, trailer release and news for the Spriggan anime, the new Spriggan anime. Oh, I'm stoked on that. It looks awesome. Um, is that one a sequel or a? I believe it's a sequel. I think it's a yeah. sequel, right? I remember there was a couple things they were doing, and I couldn't remember. Some was, one was a remake, and one was a sequel. Uh, it's going to be six episodes, um, but they're long episodes. They're like OVA 40, 45-minute episodes. Yeah. Um, looks like Netflix is involved, so, you know. Smart on them to start buying anime and not and funding anime instead of trying to make their own. Although some of their own anime I didn't was know it was good. a sequel, and I like watched the first like teaser. I'm like... Why the fuck does this look everything exactly the same as the first one? But it's just like a, you know, it's a continuation of the first one. Yeah. So, so six episodes, long episodes, like I said. It's going to be on Netflix on June 18th, apparently. So uh, happy I'm birthday excited. to me. That's very soon. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> right. When that comes out. And, uh, I had COVID on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. Uh, so there's a fr- it's up on YouTube. So go check it out. You know, Spriggan, they have the. A new trailer up. You know, there's a teaser before, but now there's a longer trailer. You got the uh, six episode format. There's some theme songs and other stuff. You can go check that out. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure I have good theme songs. Nothing, uh, nothing groundbreaking, but uh, you know, just I like when it puts it back on your radar that this is coming out and it's gonna be damn good. I'm glad so. you mentioned it because I forgot it was coming out. Like, I did too until I saw this. So, and it's coming out pretty soon. So. Well, most things come Get out. Get hyped. Magical twenty. Now's your opportunity to rewatch the original. You know, that's probably something we'll have to do here Yeah, it's a good idea. The original is pretty dope. Once we get through uh, Geno Cyber. 
Oh, yeah, maybe after Genocide we'll do that. Because I haven't seen it, God, 15 years anyway. Oh, it's been a while, for sure. The, what was it? The U.S. Machine Corps. Like a guy with the fucking, like, minigun as an arm and shit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's got some Spring's stuff. got some wacky shit going on, man. It's pretty cool. All right, moving on. we got some video game news. Um... So there is a new trailer out for Sonic Frontiers. I don't know how hyped people are on Sonic lately. Uh, Make that game. money. Uh, will it be any good? Uh, who knows? Sonic games have a troubled history <laughs> yeah. of being both good and terrible. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, And, you know, a lot of the 3D ones people don't like, but a lot of the 2D ones had some issues, too. And... Yeah, I liked Sonic. I think it was Sonic Adventure. Whatever the one that came out on the Dreamcast was, or the first one that came out on the Dreamcast. It was a good game. It was fun back in the day. Um, So, you know, keep an open mind. But that one's also coming out here uh, towards the end of June, June 23rd. It's coming out for every damn console in existence and the PC. So, you know, you'll be able to get a hold of it. Um, But there's there's a teaser up. Go check it out on the YouTube. A lot of stuff. You have a lot of homework to do. Go on YouTube and look all these things up and check them out. Occupy some of your time. Disappear down a rabbit hole. But yeah, new game. I did. I wasn't even aware there was a new game coming out. So again, I heard about nice it a while see. ago, but it was like so long ago I forgot. Yeah. Hey, if it's if it's good, I'll pick it up. Why not? If I can ever pull myself out of the Dark Souls Elden Ring hole I've dragged myself into. It's true. I play a Sonic game, God, forever. Yeah, the last one I played was on Switch. It was um, oh shoot, what is the hell is that game called? It's basically like Sonic Greatest Hits. It's two yeah. D. Jesus, I, uh, it's so bad I cannot remember the name of it, but uh, it was a while ago, a couple of years ago. Um, Good-ass game. That that one on the Switch that's 2D, very good, so check that one out. All right, so a little more video game news. This is kind of interesting news. This is some Japanese video game rankings for May, and I always like to see what Japan's buying versus what the U.S. buys because it's very freaking different. Um, So top game, Nintendo Switch Sports, unsurprising. Yeah, right. You figured shit. that would be the thing. Uh, you got a Koei Tecmo slasher, Taiko Rushiden V DX. Whoa, which sounds intense, man. If you wonder why Koei keeps making those same goddamn games and, and reskinning them over and over, it's because they fucking sell like hotcakes and they cost very little to make. Until people that. stop buying them, they ain't gonna stop making them. Yeah, I don't blame them. Um, third up is you? Kirby in the Forgotten Land, which. I mean, considering that came out back in March, that's pretty damn good. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which came out in 2017, is back in the top five. That's crazy. You can see a trend here. A lot of switch going on. Um, and then that baseball game, a Konami baseball game. E-Baseball Powerful Pro Yaku 2022. Whoa. That's uh, intense. Right. Um, Minecraft is six, which is interesting. Um, Ring Fit Adventure, I mean... That makes sense since, you know, if you're going to buy Switch Sports, you get some Ring Fit, you know. On Smash Brothers Ultimate still up there. I mean, God, good God. How are these things still in the top 10, right? They can't uh, stop. Some game called Snow Brothers Nick and Tom Special. No idea. And rounding out the top 10, Mario Party Superstars. Yeah. I mean, it came out a while ago, but all Fair right. Enough. Then you got Breath of the Wild. You got Animal Crossing. I mean, it's Splatoon 2, it's <laughs> it's all Switch stuff, people. Yeah, it's almost all Switch stuff. Like Monster Hunter is one of the only things on this top 20 that isn't. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's, I think it's always interesting to uh, take a look at what Japan's buying video game-wise because it is it is not necessarily what you would expect unless you 
have a little knowledge of the Japanese market, and it certainly does not look anything like what the hell we buy in the West. No, not at all. I mean, the occasional game will be, right? Like, Kirby and the Forgotten Land was, you know, it was up there everywhere, right? Like, that game's going to be big, but, like, Nintendo Switch Sports, it's up there. Ring Fit Adventure, Smash Brothers Ultimate, like, I, I don't think those are the top ten in Western sales. You know? Yeah. We're littered so. with Maddens and Call of Duties and other such garbage. Anyway. Moving on from that little tidbit old video game wackiness. SD Gundam Battle Alliance game. <laughs> Hilarious. Those are always fun. Coming to you August 25th on uh, um, looks like pretty much all the consoles once again and the PC. So you're going to have it everywhere. Uh, it's If you haven't played an SD Gundam game, they're pretty damn fun. They're kind of like Super Robot Wars, but they got some different mechanics, and they're just Gundams. Um, they are. They all take place in different cross Gundam universes, right? There's some that there's some that are original that have things like that crazy Musha Gundam and other stuff, and then there's like, you know, the last one I played was pretty much all UC. Was it? I think it was only UC stuff, and I mean, good God, it had every fucking one year war UC side story you can think of like fairy fencer F was in there for fuck's sake like it had everything like blue destiny like whatever you could think of it was in there and it went up through I think unicorn I think there was some unicorn stuff in there it certainly went through Shars counterattack it did not get up to Hathaway if I recall and then there was one that came out after that and it was a lot of the other Gundam series it was things like you know wing and uh and IBO and yeah. seed and you know <clears throat> non UC double O non UC stuff and then this one looks like you're going to get a mix. Um, all kinds of different universes. Uh, they're all fun. You know, if you don't like the series in it, I'd say just grab one of the older ones and pick it up. You know, with the series you like in it, because you're going to want to like the series, because they're, you know, a lot of times they go through and reenact like certain battles from the series and stuff. It's yeah, it's cool. super cool. But yeah, they're fun games. Um, new one coming out. Always excited to see that. So August 25th. SD Gun and Battle Alliance. Well, go pick it up if you're interested. I probably will. I might. I like to play games like this over the holidays when, like, I really just want to turn my brain off mostly. Yeah, where you just want to, like, flop down on the couch and stare at something all day. Hell yeah. And plus, then you, it's the only time when you have, like, the time to really play them. Cause yeah, like, you can just devote, time. you know, hours and hours. Yeah. All right. So, continuing on in a, in a Gundam news kind of way. We got uh, the World Expo in Osaka in 2025. We'll have a Gundam Pavilion. That's awesome. That's pretty damn cool. Do they um, still have World Expos? That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's not like the World's Fair. I don't. I don't know exactly. You know who runs the World Expo and. Uh, I ho- I thought the entire world was a World Expo now. Yeah, um, I don't know if they're garbage or not. I don't know if they're just going to be like beating you over the head with. The message, you know, I don't know if they're gonna like probably not hustle you for carbon credits. Like, I don't know what the hell they do with them now. Not but Japan, um, I'm, I'm interested to see it, and I, you know, I'm almost tempted to like, if it's gonna be that cool, like maybe yeah, you know, I've always wanted to go to Japan. You'd plan the trip around it. It's got a few years, so yeah, it's true. It'd be a cool thing to see, perhaps. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen by then? Who the fuck knows? We'll be in pandemic number 14 by then, I'm sure. Nah, man, Mad Max. Oh, could be that, too. 
Hey, it's the Mad Max theme park. No, it's just Mad Max. <laughs> That's just everywhere it's now. It's just my backyard. Wah, wah, wah. Anyway, the World Expo 2025 in Osaka. Um, if you're anywhere in that area, go check it out. Get your tickets. Plenty of time, yeah. I doubt they're selling this for in advance, although with Japan, you never know. All right, moving on. So this is some more kind of interesting cultural news. This is the last story I got for today. Um, so... Seven Seas Entertainment is apparently dealing with their workers trying to unionize. Ain't that um, a bitch? I, I'm they're they're fighting it right, and everything I've ever heard about Seven Seas is their shit companies. So. I, I find it interesting, right? Like, I got a couple thoughts on this. One, yeah, I don't know that Seven Seas is the greatest company. They in the world. do a ton of censoring of stuff too. It's not good. Two, it only has like 40-ish staff members. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous, right? What the fuck you need a union for with only 40 of you? I mean, I get it, but modern labor laws have kind of made the the purpose of unions not obsolete, but they've certainly made them shift. Right? Yeah. And I think collective bargaining is important, but I do think unions get very corrupt and political and you know actually work actively work against their own union members' best interests to... Satisfy the best interests of those in charge of the union. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what I listen, mean. Listen, we all know a lot of union guys, and they all bitch about the same things. Very corrupt. So, uh, but you don't want to work for fucking Amazon either. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like you know, so I'm always of I always have a split opinion on unions. Yeah, I mean, I have no um, particular collective bargaining. I think is is almost universally a good thing, but unions that are kind of established entities that engage in collective bargaining, get, you know, there's a lot of corruption. Um, but anyway, Seven Seas is is fighting it. It's so they're not trying to fire, form their own union. They're trying to recognize the um, Communication Workers of America you know, existing union. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, to represent them. Now, I, I don't know what the hell's going on there. Like you said, what the you know? There's always scuttlebutt about stuff going on at Seven Seas. I don't know what's going on there that uh, caused them to want to unionize. You know, I don't know if it's low wages. I don't know if it's they're getting mistreated. Who knows, right? Like, so there's probably more to it than there's that. There's like but a wave of unionizing going on. There's a lot. It seems to be like the thing to do, but it, I do think a lot of it is just a lot of places got rid of unions because they kind of poisoned the well. Yeah, you know, they, they definitely they, they collected bargain wages so high in some cases that you know the jobs all got offshore. Oh, uh, the fucking auto workers yeah, that were like really you know guys were making like a hundred dollars an hour to put in two screws and, and while they're babysitting a robot. Man. Yeah, exactly. Not not all hashtag not all auto workers. Um, <laughs> it just it slingshots back and forth. Like it yeah, does. We're back to the point where we need more unions because of shit companies like Amazon and fucking uh, you know Starbucks, blah blah blah, like that. But then they like everything else, they immediately get corrupt, and you know. But this will be an interesting thing to watch, especially since it's such a small company. Like you know, it's it's fascinating to me. Like how's this going to do? I mean, it has the potential to completely decimate the company you know if the people all decide yes. well screw this we're just gonna leave like you know who knows? we're gonna find another 32 people to hire especially in this job market where it's it's a very worker-friendly job market and a lot of people aren't looking for jobs either which it's makes true. it a worker-friendly job market because the supply is low right so it could cost them dearly but we'll see we'll see i, I used to love seven seas because they used to put out a lot of good stuff but like you said they've engaged in far too much censorship lately so yeah i mean back in the day they were pretty good but Oh yeah, I'm talking the last mid two thousands. You know, it is um, what it is, man. Yeah, stop censoring shit. 
there's already enough lost in translation without having to alter <laughs> yeah, right. it further. Anyway. Leave them titties alone. Yeah. Especially when it's in a book. What the hell, man? Anyway, that's the news. Now it's time for Black Araka Shooter. Is that, uh, is that what we're catching up on first? All right. Let's, Might as well. Let's talk about it. So the rando chick that they've been... Like, they, there's the army guy, Empress, all her, like, rando, uh, Hemethios? They call Hemethios. Sure. Like, units, the fucking lolly robots. I already know the, I already know exactly how they act by the archetypes. <laughs> yeah, right, so true. But anyway, they picked up this rando girl, and she was kind of, like, lusting over Empress at first, but I thought that was just a Japanese thing, but it turns out she actually is a lesbian, because they, like, run into her... Um, ex girlfriend. Still could be a Japanese thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know she's an actual. Yuri like, is far more popular in Japan than any. Oh yeah, it's Yuri's lesbian fuck. media even today is in the West. It's very true. But anyway, so there's like uh, the whole episode is like about how, uh, the, like the girl she was living with, like ingested a little bit of the nanites and it like slowly kills you. So she thought she was gonna die, so she just bounced to go do whatever die in the woods yeah but she didn't die and then they run into her again when they have to tr- like in order to get to the play the fucking moon uh the hell, like uh it's Tokyo like Jupiter. A, no they're basically <laughs> um what the hell uh orbital elevator or whatever okay they're basically yeah. attaching the earth to the moon with like a orbital elevator that seems dangerous well the rest of the nanai assholes want to come down from the fucking moon and shit everything up again but anyway, they have to get to the base of this thing so they can fuck it up so that doesn't happen. But they have to go over the sea of, like, nanite shit. And they'd, like, treat the bottom of a boat with nanite so it, like, tricks them and all this shit. But the, like, person that's, like, taking them over in the boat is that girl. And there's a lot of backstory and blah, blah, blah. This is going to have a Grey Goo ending. I can see it already. Oh, yeah. But they're basically ramping up to, like, you know, the end. And no, you freaks. That's not a hentai reference. <laughs> Ew. Tentacle goo. Anyway, so that... Um, Love After World Domination is still hilarious. I believe the last episode was, oh, Dating Rival. Like, there's this, like, of course everybody goes to school for no reason. Like, they have jobs. One's a supervillain. One's in a Sentai team. But, I mean, you got to have a school (laughs) aspect to it. I mean, come on. They have to go to school for some reason. So, there's a girl in- Plot demands um, it, sir. The female leads cast. Ugh, God, I can't remember her name. Anyway, main character, female. Another chick in her class that's like giving her shit all the time. And they, she basically finds out that like her and the guy are dating, you know, the Sentai guy are dating. Yeah. And she like tries to extort him. And he thinks it's because he it likes her. He thinks it's because she likes her. But that turns out. She likes his girlfriend. And he's not mad. He thinks it's great because they have, like, the best taste ever. <laughs> anyway, it's comical. Okay. Comedy, love shenanigans, and more Yuri. That's why I never describe episodes of this show because it's just, like, a lot of convoluted, like, relationship stuff. So just just watch it. It's Fair way enough. easier than listening to my garbage, like, you know. Explanation thereof? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Like, who gives a shit? Just watch it. When you're trying to watch five things in a freaking season, yeah. More than five. You can't but remember everything. At any rate. I still haven't caught up on AMAME because Crunchyroll's being a dick. 
but I'll do it this week. Um, oh, Shield Hero. We watched Shield Hero. Very good. Yep. Like, it's back on track. I like every episode slightly more than the last episode. Yeah, it's really making you want to murder the, oh, that uh, fucking the villain guy. What were we talking about, uh, like, you know, a week or two ago, we were talking about, like, you know, just unrepented shit villains. This guy's, like, the king of that. Like, yeah, such a he's fucking asshole. <laughs> he's the kind of villain where, like, you know, if I was now Fumi, I would be like, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm going to do something to you that you... It's going to be biblical up in here. Like, you're not going to... It's not going to end well for you. I'm not going to have mercy. There's not going to be any redemption for you. There's going to be pieces of you, very tiny ones, strewn all over the place, displayed so other people don't make the same mistake you did. Yes. He's going to go scorched earth. He's going to go scorched, scorched earth on that one guy that had Philo. Yeah. <laughs> well, they finally found that her. guy was also a total asshole. Ah, Japan's very good at making villains just so awful that like they just have to die. Like the worst pieces of shit. It's very satisfying though. I pr- much prefer that. Like I like the it's classic heel babyface stuff, man. Like I like when they ah, Gundam's very good at it. You know when they do the just like here's the villain's backstory. This is why he's doing that, and you can kind of feel a little bit of sympathy. But, unless it's Garen. <laughs> unless it's Garen. Yeah, but I mean, they give you his backstory. And, like, or Boscombe. You know, he's like, complete piece of <laughs> they shit. They always have at least one who's like the worst. But you are right. They do have a lot of like, okay, you can kind of understand why they're the way they are. Yeah, and it's that kind of show. But I only like that in that kind of show. I don't yes. want it every fucking time, which is like And they don't necessarily Western make you want to like them or truly be sympathetic. It's more just to explain how, why and how they are the way they are. Yeah, it's good. I like it. But at any rate. Well, in Gundam, a lot of times there are no real bad guys either, so that's a whole other thing. Especially in like a fantasy show. Like, I don't want. You uh, want you want a villain. Yeah, you want a, a Sauron. Yeah, fucking right? awful Although villain. Sauron is much of a villain. He's, it's more the ring that's a villain. Whatever. We won't get into that. Well, I mean, Sauron made the ring. Then it's the influence of Sauron. On the, you know what I mean. Oh, I know. I know that thing. Well. That thing gets to exist without a proper antagonist, and it, it it's kind of amazing how that even works, but it does. Yeah, I know, right? I mean... To basically invent a genre, but then have it, like, not... You know, nobody really copied that aspect of it. It's kind of Tolkien was a world-building English major, language guy, linguist. Not so much a storyteller, although he did a good job there. Except for Tom Bombadil. We won't talk about him. Um, Tom Bombadil seemed like just a character he loved. (laughs) I I get why, but it doesn't... That's one thing, God, that would have never worked. No. In the animated version. Absolutely. In the the live action Yeah, that had to get hacked. So Shield Hero, yeah, it's going in a good direction. It's, it's back to the basics of what made it good, like I said last week. Yep. Yep, they kind of reset it a bit. They had to bring Nafumi to a new world so everybody would hate him again. They are kind of re- retreading. They're kind of just they're taking the easy way out on that one a bit. Like, they're kind of oh, yeah, just definitely. doing it again. Um, but the plot's different enough. And, you know, as with, like, every shonen anime ever, like, the execution is more important than the fact that it's a retread. So listen, he clearly can't write anything but that. It's fine. Since he tried. Yeah. That disaster. Not a fan. Uh, yeah. So we'll see where it goes, but I, I liked it. I like that episode a lot. I like where the season's gone. It's certainly a lot better than it first started. True that. Uh, what else? Executioner in a way of life. I haven't caught up on that yet. Uh, That's ramping up though. That should be like, this week. You already finished 86. Oh, man, 86 was so good. I want to watch it again. I haven't, like, watched a series that got you as emotionally involved as 86 does in, like, a long, long time. 
they really like drag you along for the ride. Good. Good. I mean, that's what made me like something like Razafon so much. You know? What yeah. I mean? No, it's like it's very much like that. Like you really like get into the characters. Fucking awesome. Yeah, and we still haven't caught up on Legend of Galactic Heroes because there were so many fucking episodes. It was just, you know. For some reason, they crap out, like, several episodes at a time. I don't know why. Well, it's because it's it's movies, already done because yeah. they do the movies, and then they just cut them up. I don't know why the release schedule is what it is, but they can do it. So, I, I mean, I'm not complaining about it. It's just, you know, still Ams what it ams. Fuck it. We'll Question of the week. All right. So, I knew that that... I saw the announcement for that second season of uh, Star Wars Visions the other day. Yep. And it got me tough thinking about Western stuff that gets the anime treatment or the manga treatment. So uh, give me a few. Give me a few. Um, You probably haven't. I know we haven't seen a ton of them. So give me a couple that you've actually seen and if they were good or bad compared to their Western counterpart. And and give me a few franchises that could uh, use a little anime action. All right, so the first one I'm going to pull up here, because I'd forgotten about this one. And, and I'm not saying it's the best, but I do appreciate the power suit design. Starship Troopers. Mm, yeah. The off-forgotten Starship Troopers, which actually has the power suits from the original. Now, and it's awesomely violent. It's Yeah, it's got that late 80s ultraviolence going on, right? Yeah, it really does. Um, it does have a lot of Which it monsters, should, but, you know, because... Because everything was a vagina monster back then. <laughs> yes. Um, I can't get enough vagina. Yeah, monsters. that one's a cool one. I remember seeing it. God, I think they showed it at uh, Otakon. God, way back in the day, back in the you know mid aughts. Um, it's pretty cool. I don't know. Track it down somewhere. It's not easy to find. Uh, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Paul Verhoeven movie. The Paul Verhoeven movie has nothing really to do with Starship Troopers. Yeah, it's one except of those, the characters. It's but. one of those like rare occasions where they take a movie, they do something completely different with it from the source material, but it's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. Usually nowadays they wander from the source material. It's just like a fucking disaster. Okay, I'm gonna bust out the weirdest one I could dig up right off the bat. Tokusatsu Spider Man. Oh, hell yeah. So not, fucking hilarious. Not anime, but Japanese as hell. Um, he's got a goddamn mecha. <laughs> it's basically a Sentai show, but with Spider-Man. Uh, so good. His suit design's kind of weird, because doesn't he have, like, tiny eyes? He's got tiny eyes, and, like, you could see his nose sticking out of the mask. And it's, like, kind of loose-fitting. <laughs> like, it's clearly, like, it's a skinny Japanese guy. very like, cheesy. And he's got mad machine guns all the time for no reason. <laughs> Man, you gotta pull up the jammy when you're Spider Man. God, it's so amazing. Uh, At any rate, good one. Let me think. Uh, Simba the White Lion, you know, that adaptation of the, the Lion King. Oh, oh, wait. No, that was Disney <laughs> stealing stuff from Japan. Oh, wait. Never uh, mind. Like a lot of stuff Disney stole from Japan. Sorry. Sorry. I'll, I'll move <laughs> on from there. Yeah, let's talk about something else. <laughs> um, so, one I didn't watch, which I really should have, and I don't know why I never watched the damn thing, is the goddamn Supernatural anime. Ah, uh, that was on my list, too. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like the it's the first two seasons of the show. Yep. You know the In live action form. adapted for like the first half of the season, and then the second half of the season is um just brand new for the anime. Okay. I've heard a lot of people say it's really good. I have yet to watch it, which uh, is shameful because I knew it existed. I just never got around to it. And speaking of that, I'll throw out a couple more recent ones that are right now. 
which were kind of purposely they're less adaptations, more spin-offs, but Altered Carbon, Resleeved. Yep. And Blade Runner. Yep. Obviously. Blackout twenty twenty two. Those were both um, Pacific Rim. It's a new one. Yeah, Pacific Rim one. So I mean, there are ones out there. Oh yeah, um, definitely. newer ones. Just throwing them out there because they're kind of new, and you may want to go check them out. I don't know if they're any good. Um, I do remember the. I watched the, the um, shorts. I never. I didn't watch the series or whatever, but I did watch the shorts for Blade Runner. Yes, yeah, so did I. And out. they were pretty damn good, actually. The anime one they did for that was good. Um, what's his name? Did it? Not one. Was it one Nabe? I think it might. Think have it been, was. Yeah. I think it might have been. I that think it might do one of them at least. One yeah. of them, yeah. Well, because that one had some live action one and some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some anime ones. It was really cool. Um, All right, here's one from kind of a long time ago, but it seems new to me for some reason. I remember watching it way back in the day. The Animatrix. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. The Animatrix is a big one. Pretty good one. It was very good. Um, in the same vein. And, and and it's got that cool, like, it's shorts and it's got the... Yeah, and like, you know, a bunch of different directions Robot Carnival it, kind of which thing. Which I fucking love. I That's... love that, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it forever, but it is it is cool. Definitely check it out. Certainly have a lot better than that horrible movie they just released. And honestly, better than any of the anime. Honestly, The Matrix is The Matrix and Animatrix. That's it. Just those two, and that's it. You're good. Fuck everything else. Um, sorry if you like the second one. I kind of did too, but it only works if the third one's good. And the third one wasn't, so it doesn't work. Um, in that same vein, what people forget about is the Riddick one they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was Dark. not on my list. Good call. Dark? Not Dark Feet. I don't remember what it's called. There's a Chronicles of Riddick. Um, anime they did. It's a, I want to say it's movie length, but it's more like an OVA. I want to say it's like a little over an hour. Um, it serves as a prequel, I believe, to um, Chronicles of Riddick, which I like that movie, even though it's cheesy as all hell. Um, the other Riddick movies are obviously better, like it's Pitch fun Black to watch, and the new one. Like I don't hate it. Regardless, it's kind of one of those classics that's like so corny. It's just yeah. kind of fun. The animated one was really cool, and it's kind of forgotten. So I would definitely say track that sucker down. Nah, if I kind of want to watch it now that you mention it. I have it on DVD somewhere. Yeah, I know. I remember watching it back in the Might day. Might be streaming somewhere too. Well, I don't know. I say that all the time, and nothing's ever streaming anywhere. But it could certainly be found. So we'll have to check it out. Here's an oldie that probably no one has heard of. Like back right before they released the Phantom Menace. Yep. They like George Lucas had like four different manga artists do the original three movies. Oh, the manga. manga form. I have actually heard of that. Yeah. I've not seen it. I've never the art's read it. really cool. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I mean, but, um, if you're on manga, you can throw in obviously the the Lovecraft ones we talk about all the time. Oh my God, those that they're are super doing good, yeah. those are very good. Um, over here you can get At the Mountains of Madness and two volumes and The Hound and others. I think the other one's got three short stories, I believe. Oh, while we're still on manga. Shadows of Spawn. Yeah. Yeah, well, Kiyosumi of Batman. No, nah, that's one, too. You know, you throw that out there. And there's, you know, Batman Gotham Knight is a very, uh, yep. it's a very anime Batman. Shadows of Spawn had basically nothing to do with Spawn. Yeah. It was like a Japanese well, street thug. And if you're that, on. Like, had Spawn powers. If you're on comics, you can't forget Witchblade. Yep. I was getting to that one. It was a good one. Can't forget Witchblade. So that was a lot of people really like that. I mean, it's not. It doesn't really have anything to do with the original. It's like kind of a really kind of. A, it's a complete readaptation, right? Like it's not like in universe or anything. I mean, while we're on Batman, Batman Ninja, kind of hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's move on to something a little better. How about Gunkutsuo? 
Oh yeah, the Count of Monte Cristo. Ah, uh, I like when they do like old stories. Now I don't I, like when they destroy them, but uh, yeah, and this one. one they didn't. I don't know that they'll. I don't know that it will ever. Gunkutsuo could ever be as good as that movie because I I love that two thousand two or two thousand three. What Jim Caviezel oh, movie? It's essentially perfect. It's freaking amazing. Like Jacopo they, number one. They cut out a lot of the like crazy market manipulation shit. That's kind of boring when you read it. Oh and yeah, just like did all the like classic good stuff. They made it into an adventure story. It's great instead of a, you know, a character study. Yeah, yeah, because the book was very like it wasn't stale, but you know, it was uh, it was a thick read. Dumont needed an editor or a better one if he had one. Yeah, he did. Um, not as bad as Dickens, but whatever. We won't get into that. <laughs> Dickens. But Gunkutsuo, it's it looks really cool too. It's got a yeah, it had crazy a really style. Wild style like for back of the day. One of the first times I remember too seeing that kind of like digital cloth effect where like there'd be cloth patterns that were kind of like digitally inserted and would not move not be static like they'd be moving kind of inside yeah it was like super trippy it's something you actually see a lot more now used and it's just it was definitely first first thing i remember was them it's a it's got a trippy style in general it's pretty cool i would definitely say check it out matter of fact i'm I only ever bought the first volume. I'm really gonna. I gotta go back and watch the whole thing. Cause wasn't it kind of? I watched part of it. Crazy because it was like on a different planet. Oh yeah, like it's like it in was... the future. He looks like freaking Dantes. Looks like a goddamn vampire. Like yeah, it's crazy. Like he, I mean, he looks like freaking Symphony of the Night Dracula for fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh yeah, he definitely does. With an awesome top hat. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. Powerpuff Girls Z. Yep, Remember can't that. forget Powerpuff Girls Z. That was a funny. One. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I, I've seen a few episodes. I didn't like get. It's got to be better than anything Powerpuff Girls related, except for the original, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's done in very classic anime style too. Yeah, you know, it's like not Powerpuff Girls style. Yeah, with the like. Well, I mean, they have big eyes, but in an anime kind of way, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's it's. Everything going full circle, right? Powerpuff Girls looking very anime, and then the yeah, anime yeah, doing yeah. a version of them. Exactly. What else do you have any more? Oh, I got a couple more. Right. Highlander, Search for Vengeance. I was about to say Highlander, because <laughs> that is crazy. That's that a strange one. one. And that's one that I wasn't, you know, I didn't even know it existed. So, hey, it's Highlander related, which means it's going to be simultaneously great and terrible. <laughs> Here's probably the weirdest one I dug up. Mutant Turtles Superman Legend. It's like a weird Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like knockoff thing. Huh. You got to look it up because like the designs are so wild. That sounds like like some. They have like these crazy. Instead of like their headbands are actually like. That sounds like some shit like Thailand would release. Yeah, like funny Mazinger Z helmets. And it's like, it's so wild. Oh, a manga one. But they look like ninjas. That I don't want to lose is uh, Junji Ito's adaptation of Frankenstein. Mm, that's an excellent one, too. That's that's a good one. I have that one. I got to reread it. In the um, vein of Frankenstein, I have my final one. All right. You've seen it. Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned. Oh, my God. Eating that fucking hamburger. Dracula eating that goddamn hamburger. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not wrong. Go look that one up. Uh, that one's, like, probably one of the worst anime films ever made. Yeah, like, I, I did like that. I wonder if he still does panels nowadays, the bad anime bad guy. He's, oh, yeah, uh, God. He did some good shit back in the day, man. He'd show you all the worst shit you never oh, wanted Oh, and all see. the, like, Taiwanese knockoffs and shit. Oh, my, that's, like, that's what I was thinking of when you're talking about that Ninja Turtles one, like. 
Yeah, like, that's oh, what I it looks like. I think it's shit. Japanese, but like it looks pretty fun. Yeah, ridiculous. like one of those Taiwanese or Thai or whatever, like Southeast Asian knockoffs. Yep. Oh, Spider-Man J too. It was just like chibi Spider-Man. I don't know anything about that. I mean, there's the Marvel ones too. I mean, there was that Wolverine show they did. X-Men Misfits. X-Men. I mean, there's a lot. You know, it, it's out there. So Marvel Mangaverse, which sucked, but yeah. Although, although it sold a hell of a lot better than Marvel Comics over here was selling. Ah, of course it would. Like that Deadpool they released over there. Yeah, right. Not not surprising. Man, Deadpool crushes everywhere. Well, yeah. Also true. Also true. And there's plenty of like classic stories that have been adapted like 20 times right like classic you know hans christian anderson stuff like oh yeah definitely. that you're gonna find but oh think- that fucking we were just talking about that new moby dick one they're doing yep yeah that looks interesting that looks really interesting they don't come over here but like they do like all the classics in manga form pretty oh, much yeah. like they oh, don't absolutely get adapt you know uh translated or whatever but i know they exist yeah i mean it makes sense i mean it's one of their I mean, it's, it's one of their primary forms of entertainment, right? Yeah. They, they value comics more than we do. Uh, I have a ton of old, like, Edgar Allan Poe stories in comic book form. Yeah. You know, America used to do we that. We used to do it. Back before we well, That's sucked. probably when I got the damn idea. Yeah, um, that's true. Because, I mean, we were doing it first way back in the day, but, yeah, we just don't do it anymore. Like, I don't know. I like pictures, too, man. What's wrong? What's wrong with some pictures? Yeah, right. Give artists something to do. Yeah, give art- artists got to eat, too. Unless they're working for Marvel and DC, because apparently they don't have to eat anymore because they don't get paid a goddamn thing. <laughs> they get paid way less than I do, which is so sad. Yeah. At any rate. All right. Well, that's a good trip down uh, adaptation lane. Oh, uh, before we're done, I forgot the last part of the question. Anything you'd like to see done ah. in anime or mega form? They're doing that like Mandalorian one. That's probably cool. Yeah. Um. I mean... Obviously, Star Wars, because they could just treat it like Gundam. If they were allowed to do it independently, I'd love to see an entire Star Wars series that Japan did, because it would be way better than anything we're coming out with. Yeah, they're doing that fucking awesome-looking Lord of the Rings. That Lord of the Rings one looks pretty goddamn hot, so that one I'm definitely looking forward to. I'd love to see Lovecraft. Yeah, as much Lovecraft stuff they can do. Because they... God, those manga... Like, all the drawings are so spot-on, like, so good. And get... Get the assholes and the art designers that work on freaking like Dark Souls and all that stuff because yeah. they already are cribbing a ton of stuff from Lovecraft, from yeah. Lovecraft, and from the thing and that kind of stuff. Like, get them on it. You know what I mean? Like, that's who I would want. Like, those kind of weird, creepy ass designs. How about you, know, you? You know what I want more than anything else in the world? Mad Max v Fist of the North Star crossover. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even know how that would work, but it would be great. Every Fist of the North Star with awesome cars. That's what it would be. But no, a Mad, a Mad Max anime in general would be kind of cool. Yeah, I, I mean, it is just that. like that same aesthetic that everybody uses, but I would still enjoy it. And I love when they and you get, can draw all the cars in I, autistic detail. I love when they get creative with the adaptations. They do weird shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's something that they like it. they would literally do. You know yeah. what I mean? I've seen weirder shit. James Bond. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't do a good James Bond one. Right. I mean, they, I mean they've got Duke Togo, but he's not really. You got like, Duke Togo. <laughs> you got like Lupin. You got, you know, they dance around it, but. But they never like straight up. Straight up James Bond. Oh, imagine if they cool. adapted all the books like as they Hell are. Hell yeah. And just said Negress less. I would say, Japan, <laughs> it's Japan. They wouldn't care, and they would be just as racist as the original books were. <laughs> uh, you just got to learn to kind of ignore that stuff. Though. They would make his parents secretly Japanese, though. Yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> yes, 
because there's always a mystery about his parents anyway, so they'd be secretly Japanese. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty much anything sci-fi, tell you the truth. Mm. Like, I stuff. know people like that Expanse series, but I'd love to see Japan just take the Expanse and run with it. I would love to see them do a Warhammer show. Oh, yeah, they would do a proper. They would do a really good job, I think. Right up their alley. Um, the Expanse I, is an interesting one because it has, like... The Forever War. That'd be an yeah. interesting one. A real Starship Troopers one, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Pretty pretty much anything sci-fi lends itself to anime anyway. Yeah, that's true. And Japan does a better job of space opera than pretty much everybody else. So yeah, anything in it's that a vein. Shame, but they really do like the Moten God's Eye. Oh, I'll throw one out there. That's such a weird book too. That would work. That'd be a good one. Then they could cut out some of the weird, or maybe intersperse better some of the weirdness. Yeah. Something like the Terror too. You know, I think the TV show did a good enough job, so I'm not going to complain. And yeah. I love that old timey sailing live action. Yes, definitely. But. uh you know, books like that, uh, Hyperion, they do a great job with that. Yes. So. Definitely. Uh, sci-fi. Sci-fi and dark fantasy, like the Black Company. They could do an awesome Black Company That's true. anime. So that's the kind of stuff I'd love to see them do, because they're the only people I trust to freaking adapt anything anymore. Yeah, that's kind of what I, 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 it all boils down to. Like, they always do a good job. You know, there's not going to be any, like, weird shit. Plus, in it. well, or if it is, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be like, fun with Japanese weird shit instead of shitty American weird shit. Why is... Why is that guy in Mad Max 25 feet tall? Like, you obviously haven't seen Fist of the North Star. You don't understand. <laughs> He's a mutant. Shut up. Radiation. Don't blah, worry blah, about blah. it. He was in the prison. He ate a lot. Man, if that were true, like, Japan would be filled with giants right now. Pretty much. No guy radiated harder than them. Just saying. Yeah. At yeah. any rate. Anyway, that was, a good, that was a good wrap up. It's on to the Immortal Classic. I know everything's Geno Immortal Cyber. Classic. I say it every time. But Geno Cyber is an Immortal Classic. I got some things to say about Geno Cyber. Well, well. The, the, fir- the first, first episode. That's an awesome way to structure it. Just have that first episode set up movie and then like have four episodes after that. Yeah. Of God knows what because I can't remember because I watched 20 years ago. Yeah. So this this the thing with Geno Cyber is it is a very kind of simple plot and very like simplistic and loose writing that is just an excuse for ultraviolence. And scenes of ultimate ultraviolence. Not even titties. They don't have time for that. No. Just ultraviolence. Only the most violent shit you've ever seen. Cutting people's faces open. It makes M.D. Geist look tame. It does really make M.D. Geist look tame. I mean, body parts strewn about a room. (laughs) Everywhere with innards. Yeah, everything has like intestines out everywhere. A woman's head just kind of separating itself from her shoulders (laughs) for no reason. There's a lot of weird psychic bullshit. Oh, a, a cyborg man clawing his own brains out. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That was a good one. There's a lot in there, man. Um, Freaky mecha that have wings somehow at the end, and then there's absorption, and I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, what the hell is this about? So you got two... There's a little mob psycho going on here, which is interesting. Just a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, because With the like terror the, of psychic powers. Yeah. But you got two sisters, I guess. I mean, I don't know if they're blood sisters. I don't know if that was really clear, but... I think they actually are. Yeah, they probably are, but was it Lane and Diana? Yeah. And one of them's a mute, and she, you know, she escapes from, like, the Psychic Institute, and she's got, like, mad powers. She's got all the powers. All the powers. Um, and she's got a random mech that will show up and protect her at times when she's, like, super, I don't know, uh, under pressure. I guess is the right word. Yeah. Weirded out, freaked out. And then you got the other one who is 
I couldn't like. Is she in the mech suit? It looks like she's in the mech suit. It's hard to tell with either of them are in the mech suit, or or, or is she like just controlling it remotely and it's psychically linked? I can't tell. Right? There's a lot of weird psychic shenanigans going on. There. I think she's in it, but yeah, it is hard to tell. Uh, um, but anyway, she's out there trying to stop her sister. Oh no, you're right. Maybe she is just controlling. I don't because they have that scene where they like strap her into the table and all that shit. Yes, but you never see her put on the armor, so maybe she's just controlling. I don't know. Good call. It looks like she's controlling it, but I don't really know that that's true or not. I don't. There's definitely a little bit of like mind's eye stuff because it is psychic bullshit going on, right? Because people have visions of bad stuff happening, like the visions of bugs in your head when you rip your brain out. Oh yeah, like that's basically her jam. She just makes you hallucinate. Horrible things. Kind of like um, that chicken dread. Like the dread. Yes. Uh, what's her face? Like, uh, I can't uh, remember. Anderson. Yes, Anderson. Anderson. She yeah. basically just like gets in your mind and makes you like freak out. But yeah, this chick does the same thing. So Makes that worse. She makes you like claw your literal brains out. So the, that's going on. So the Institute's got the, the one sister trying to get out get the other sister back or kill her or eliminate her or whatever. They also sent out like these cyborg bounty hunters or psychopaths or whatever. Yeah. They're just kind of crazy. They're kind of crazy know. maniacs um, that are just remorseless murder machines. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They'll kill anybody. And uh, the mute girl just, you know, happens across this kid who's, you know, he's bullied. He gets beat up all the time and ends up saving him. And then, you know, they become friends and they're really close. And of course, of course, you know, that kid is just there to die. He like trips yeah. every death flag. You mute girl like acts like an animal, too. She's like never been like raised yeah, by she's, humans. She's like, a mute. She just kind of makes animal noises. Like, yeah, yeah, it's very strange. She doesn't behave. So you get the carnage of the the two cyborgs chasing this girl across the city. You get the girl do, occasionally doing some uh Psychic shenanigans, and then you get the you know climactic battle with the the sister against sister, um, fighting each other, and then the one sister, the, the mute girl, finally merging with her robot psychic. Robot, yeah, the mute girl like merges with. I think she merges with the other sister's robot, or it's to, the other sister. Whatever, make it cyber. It's oh yeah, it's her robot, and her, and everything. Mer- I don't know, whatever. A bunch of they light, ha- like shit, lights up, stuff explodes, <laughs> blah blah blah. Pretty much, and then. And then there's, you know, the sad scene with, and there will be spoilers for the end of this episode. There's, you know, the sad scene where the kid's dead. And so it's so sad. And then the most hilarious ending text <laughs> I've ever seen in an anime. Like, and on that day, like Hong Kong, like blew up and disappeared from forever. the face of the earth. Like forever. What? Okay, sure. <laughs> I guess that's what happened. Yeah, it's like but, an explosion in the background. And then they just have that text up on the screen. It's like, like okay, like, you know, that I, was fine. That escalated quickly. I, I guess she's a primal animal, but I mean, I think you just killed a lot more very innocent kids by blowing up all of freaking Hong Kong. She doesn't care about those kids. Oh my God. She cares about that one kid. So that should tell you a lot about the, uh, yeah, the general state of genocide. just the first episode. That's the first episode. There's four more long. after this. They're shorter. So the next four episodes in total are a little less than two hours. So we will uh, we'll yeah. probably just do the rest of the series next yeah, week. Yeah, I but think so. This week, we were a little pressed for time, so figured, hey, watch the first one. It ended so perfectly. We were going to watch the second episode. It's like, no, let's let's. Yeah, like, I don't want to start another arc. I just want to leave it with Hong Kong getting wiped from the I want the these Earth initial impressions. It's freaking crazy, like some CCP wet dream. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, what do you like about Genocyber? Uh, I just like the, man, you know me. I'm a simple animal. It's got, like, just that 90s. 
awesome designs, super hyper violence, like loosey goosey story. I don't really have to pay attention to it. Might be the edgiest thing to come out of the damn nineties, and that's saying uh, something. I I like I think I said that when we did the review of Zero Rhymer. I'm like, this is probably the most edge lord thing of the nineties. I was wrong. Yeah, you were wrong. It's fucking genocide. Genocide has it beat. Yeah, I can't think of anything more edgy than that. Because, like, Itchy the Killer and all that, like, super edgelord shit, that was into the 2000s. Yeah, yeah, Elf and Lead and some of those other things are starting to bleed into the 2000s. Yeah, Elf and Lead wasn't as edgy as Genocide, right? No, think. I don't think so. We'll I mean, see about the rest of the show, but Those Jesus vector Christ. things she had where she just cut people in pieces, that was pretty metal, but, you know. Yeah, but, I mean, this, it's just, like, people clawing their own brains out, man. Yeah, it's, like, way more graphic. Like, Elfin Lead, it was just, like, blood. But this is just, like... And it was, like, little girls and stuff getting, like, exploded. It was kind of, like, Madoka Magica prototype. Yeah, and it's got, like, very carefully drawn, like, organs and intestines and everything. It's, like, super, you know, graphic. Someone someone very much loved that. Yeah, they got out their fucking anatomy book and went to town. Yeah, they did. But, like you said, super simple story. Like, it's, like kind of sloppy where you can like if you're not really paying attention you can misinterpret stuff there's stuff where like i can't even tell exactly what's the, happening the animation probably style explain it later does not fit the grittiness of the show not really the animation doesn't. style is very giant robo-y yes it's got kind of more simplistic classic kind of designs i think yeah yeah i would agree and then it's full of hyper violence it's just it's a little it's a I don't jarring, think it's bad. Yeah. I think it's actually jarring in a good way. Like, yeah, because you don't expect it, and then there's like these carefully drawn, drawn like organs everywhere. And it draws, yeah, it draws more attention to how that how bad that violence is. Yeah, it's actually kind of interesting now that you mentioned. I know about that. It doesn't have that same because a lot of those shows like that were more gritty and they yes, looked definitely. gritty, right? And this it doesn't look that gritty, but boy, do things escalate real fast. Yeah, they do. I don't know how they'll top that first episode. Honestly, it's uh, like savage. I don't know. We'll see. That's like one of my favorite design. Like, uh, it reminds me of like Giver, like the Giver suit. It's got a very similar kind of aesthetic going with on. With like right? the crazy, they're not horns, but they're just like you know pieces of its head. The, there's a little back, bit of like, Devil Man in there. That's uh, a little bit. There's a little bit of Devil Man in all uh, this. You're not wrong. Like, there's a lot of that classic. You're right. That kind of classic japanese monster suit design yeah it's like very uh yeah. like tokusatsu kind of yeah there's definitely some tokusatsu yeah, like well like it's uh, got like serum a lot of serum yeah kind of yeah, stuff yeah. Going on, you right? could definitely put it um you could definitely make it a rubber suit out of it pretty easy oh yeah it's <laughs> clear that they I mean? kind of they make it with that in mind sometimes and you know, maybe that's for cross merchandising movies because they know they're going to make a goddamn stage play out of it because they make stage plays out of everything. <laughs> that's like the wildest fad. Like, yeah, I, I skipped over a bunch of news today about the 18 different stage plays that are going on. Like, how does this thing have a stage play? Anyway. Uh, if you can't see it here, I mean, there's no really point on reporting. But yeah, Genocyber is. I heard it just got relicensed, so hopefully it'll come out again soon. I would fucking love if they cleaned it up. Yeah. Because, like, of course it's streaming nowhere, so I had to fucking, like... And it's like a 480p yeah, I standard to, DVD. I had to dig through, like, the dustbin of the internet to, like, find a copy of it, even just to do the review. Yeah. It's and, not I mean, it down. looks okay, but it looks kind of shitty. It's perfectly watchable. I would love a Blu-ray it's not, that's cleaned It's not up. pixelated or bad or anything. It's just that it's... It looks old. It is old. It's like. one of those things like Zeorimer where it's so classic that I would have to buy it just yeah. because... Even though it's ridiculous. Yeah, more of these kind of semi-forgotten OVAs really need to be cleaned up and released. I'd love to see it. 
Oh, God, yes. But, I mean, is there any money in it? I don't know. I mean, I suppose as it becomes cheaper to clean these things up, maybe, but. I think Zero Ryan. I mean, um, well, this and Zero Ryan would definitely sell. I would hope so. They were super huge back in the day. You know what I mean? They were they were among those known anime OVAs. They weren't like on the tier of like a Vampire Hunter D. No, no, not at all. But I mean, but you know. but no, but they were that next tier down. They were like, like mid tier class. You had heard of them, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Even if you hadn't seen them, you had heard of them. So, and, and you know, they may be bigger in Japan. They may, it seems every, every anime is giant in some random market, right? Yeah. Like, they could be giant in Peru or something. Like, I remember meeting random Matt, like, nerds at conventions and shit, and they all knew Genocyber. They all knew Zia Rhymer. You know, just like those classics. Oh, yeah. They're just they're, Everybody was devouring those classic OVAs back in the day because they, mm-hmm. the, they actually looked good, and, you know, you, you didn't have to buy a whole series. A lot of times they were the only thing available. Oh, yeah. Right? Because the whole series weren't necessarily released, especially when well, you a lot tapes. Of, yeah, a lot of them, like, got brought over in the fucking VHS era, and it was like... You know, it was like 30 to $60 per half-hour episode for this shit. So, I mean, you could not get people to buy, like, Dragon Ball Z or something. It's no. like a million episodes. And even early DVD era. So they would era. just crank out a six-episode thing. They would make a fortune on it. And Early DVD era, too. I mean, you could get, like, okay, I could buy this OVA for, like, 60 bucks, And, you know, it's got five episodes. And at least I get the whole thing. Or, okay, I got to buy this single volume with three episodes on it of some yeah. 26 episode show like and it cost 30 bucks a volume like eh. i made three dollars and 40 cents an hour back then yeah and you're buying it and you're buying it sight unseen yeah exactly right like it's not like today where you could just oh, i'll go download it and then i'll buy it like oh, i was like fucking ninja no, resurrection that they like build as like like, when you bought it, they made it look like it was a sequel to Ninja Scroll, and it oh, yeah. was this weird piece of shit that had nothing to do with Ninja not. Scroll. The Ninja and, Scroll series is far better And I than bought that. it, and I'm just like, what in the fuck is this garbage? I want my, like, literally, like, 50 or $60 Where's Jubei, man? Why isn't he just slicing yeah, people like, in half? what is going on here? This sucks. At, at least the series has that. Even though the series isn't great, the series at least has standard Ninja Scroll. And Ninja Resurrection was, like, weirdly creepy, and I'm just like, oh, this is not it's good, like man. cult leader Jesus shit going yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, man. fuck off. More, more Ninja Scroll. For every one of those, though, there was a Queen Bee, so. Yeah, it's true. The milk Just has to... gone bad. <laughs> Candy to banana. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that note, have a fantastic week, even though it's a long week next week. Back to regular bullshit. Boo. Don't yeah. worry, it'll be Juneteenth soon. <laughs> it's a real holiday now. That's what the government tells me. Oh, yeah, it's alphabet month. Get your pride flag out, son. Get... Be be like every corporation in existence and throw out the rainbow flag. Unless you're in the Middle East. God, don't do that because <laughs> bad things will happen to you. Anyway, catch you next time. Peace. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe. And may your entertainment be always well entertaining. <laughs>